You know the drill. You're making out. You start feeling your way downtown. One of you wants to make a move to Cunnilingusville, but you don't have protection. Dental dams are hard to use, hard to come by, and condoms taste like, well, condoms. Hundreds of millions of people worldwide have STIs that can be transmitted via oral sex. So let me introduce you to Laurels, a first-of-its-kind product that provides protection, sexy style, and comfort. And it tastes like vanilla. Laurels for protection are FDA-approved for STI protection during oral-based activities. And Laurels for pleasure are the perfect cross between sexy lingerie and kinky toys. These thin and incredibly stretchy, single-use, silky latex undies are worn during fingering, rimming, oral sex, tribbing, and more. Head over to mylaurels.com to get your four-pack today. Be sure to use my code for a discount at checkout. What's Your Position Podcast. All one word. And remember, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy with laurels. What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Live from WYP Studios in Huntington Beach, California, this is What's Your Position. On today's show, Ashley talks about eight things she wished she knew before having sex. You gotta wait till the seed grows into a plant, and then you gotta fuck that plant. And now your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans, plant fuckers. <laughs> yeah, stick your fi- finger in that plant. Uh, what the fuck was that? You don't know what that is? No. I, I've quoted multiple times on this the show. Not always sunny. I'll give you that. Not the office. No, I'll tell. It's a movie. Romeo and Michelle make a porno. <laughs> That's two different movies. I know. Well done. What is it? For Real Virgin. Uh, what? Seth Rogen. Talk about his weed plants. Oh, yeah. You gotta let them like mature and then you fuck that plant. And you fuck the plant. It makes sense. There's male and female and they... All right. That's good. I don't fuck my plants. I did bring some of them in here I for you. I know. A lot of them have holes in the leaves. That's a monstera and that's its job. Open you're using lube. Sinestra, it, it, it opens it up. I, I bet it does. So that the leaves below it can get sunlight. Okay. Oh my God. That's, that's what you want to tell the cops. It's fine. Whatever. Today's quickie, we are going to discuss. I wanted it to be six things. Actually, I wanted it to be five. You know, I try to be quick with this stuff and it just doesn't work because there's so much that I wish I knew before I had sex. Um, I'm How sure many times have our quickies been like three hours long? <laughs> I'm trying, you I guys. Try. I'm trying so I try, hard. I, try to wrangle I hear you. I hear you. Uh, we're also we're going to talk about the eight things I think I wish I would have liked to know before I had sex. We're also going to listen live on air to a voicemail that got left for us. Oh, we are going to do that. After the break. Oh, okay. I didn't know about this. Okay. We are. <laughs> I'm just telling him, so... Yay. Well, she uh, told me about the voicemail, but I know we were going to do that. Yeah, we're going to do it. I we're going to bank su- a bunch. No, I'm oh. super excited. I want to listen to this one really bad. I really want to listen to one really, really bad. I saw the transcript and it looks 
easy. It looks fast. Oh, but okay. So you kind of know. I haven't heard it. I don't know who it is, but, but I saw. Oh, I don't want. It's you real to... fast. It's it's, and then there's a dot dot dot. So know, there okay. might be more. We need to figure out how you don't get permission. I need to get the notifications. When I don't know it. how because I don't even want you to look know. at the transcript. I couldn't help it. It just said you got a voicemail, and it started off with blah da 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 da, and I was like, yes. Um, okay. It feels I like, like I want you to go into them cold. I, I do too, but this one feels okay. like we'll the best the best one to start to do our first live on air voicemail with. So I feel like it's a good one. I like it. Um I'm already ready to give you something. Yeah, give me a second. I'm ready. It's numbers it's numbers based. It's Oh, okay, uh, that helps me. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's not tip based. It's not it's not opinion based. It's it's a number and it's numbers based and it's it's kind of awful oh, actually. That's, that's too quiet. I, it's I mean, it's, it's yeah, like I mean, it's gonna come in hot. It's phrasing. And here it comes. It's the start of the day. It's the start of the day. Yeah. It's the start of the day. This statistic highlights why. We need better. I've touted this a million times. Why we need better sex education in our public and private schools, and why I personally think we need age-appropriate sex education that begins in kindergarten. How many hours does a 24. high school oh, does a high school teacher mm-hmm. provide on sex education in a year? In their entire oh. span of high school, how many hours does one high school teacher give on sex education? In their career? Like or? for the whole semester. Like yeah, okay. one full a, semester. Okay. How many hours spread out over that semester are dedicated hours. to sex education? I'm going to go. I'm going to go 69 hours. 69 hours. In the, even that seems high. I'm going to. Well, I'm thinking. Do you want to put a decimal? Decimal? 69. 69.9? 69.1? All right, I'm done helping you. I I'm thinking, you know, there's it's definitely a number it needs that definitely needs to be higher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking there's probably about an hour or so per day with a semester that could be three, so maybe it's more in the 90s. Dec- do you mean a decimal or another number? Like it should be in the hundreds? All right, I'm done. 69. 69 hours in a semester. This. I'm thinking about this too much. You are. It's okay. That's how many hours you yeah, think not a high school teacher yeah. is giving uh, on the topic of sex education. It's severely lacking. Um, we talked about this in, a, in an episode with Bree, the sex lady, um, where we dove into t- sex education and what we need from it. Um, only 28 stacks. <laughs> What? What was that? <sighs> Only 28 states require sex education, um, and they most of them stress abstinence. Um, 19 states require that instruction engage the importance of sex only within the confines of marriage. And here's a fun fact. Six states require, when discussing LGBT issues, you only discuss the negatives. Let me fucking repeat this. What? Six states require that when discussing issues surrounding LGBTQ, 
You only discuss negatives. Can I guess the states? I don't have the states. Oh, I could give you probably a good guess, though. I could probably. Florida, Louisiana, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi. Um, Georgia. Oh, yeah. The fucking Mitch McConnell and those fuckers over there. Texas. Pretty fucking bad. Yeah. All those all those shitty states. You you know, we're talking about. You know who you are. It's not Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) It's not California. You know what? I can see maybe Alaska. No, Alaska usually steers clear of all that. They're pretty Republican over there. But they don't really like. But they're also very libertarian. Like, just leave me alone. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, let me have my guns and let me give just me my polar bear. Let, let me ride the, off into the sunset. The I'm fine. Yeah, and fish crab. Kids start talking about sex when they notice body parts. Age two and three, they start noticing differences in sexual organs. At age four to five, kids start to come into their own like identity and who they want to be. Kids start asking questions about the human body around five, six years old, and they are very curious about bodily functions like pooping and where babies come from. Kids ages like eight to 10 are going to start having questions about puberty and why they're growing hair and why some kids in their class look different than them. Kids between the ages of 12 and 15 really need to have a conversation about masturbation they are starting to have these hormones course through their body. Puberty is starting. They're going to want to explore their bodies. Kids ages 15 and over really should be educated on sex education, romance, relationships, birth control, condoms, consent, what it feels like to have sex. Laurels. Laurels, which we will get to. The average age that someone sees porn for the first time, what do you think it is? Now, in today's day oh. and age. I mean, I was just hanging out with my buddy Corey today, and he teaches middle school. And he was telling me that kids come up to him and go, Mr. Stocks, Mr. Stocks, or Mr. Corey, uh, do you know what BBC is? Oh, yeah. And they're in By the way, grade. that stands for Big Black Cock. Yeah, and some other one. And, he, and then, then he, the, he was, I think he was saying there was some that he didn't know, but pretended like, yeah, yeah I know. But it's like, where the fuck is, are they talking, learning this? So I'm going to say... These kids are getting fucking phones when they're like five. I'm going to say five. Twelve. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. That's better than I thought. Twelve is the average, average age that pornography is first watched, right? So where you seek it out. It's kind of about, about the age I found it. Yeah. Right? Porn. Ch- channel Playboy. 90, cha- uh, channel 99. Yeah, that's scrambled. Very yeah, Wayne's and then, World. And then when I was 13, I got a subscription. Because to you por- got hormones. Playboy. Things start tingling when you hear sexy sounds or see nipples. Or <laughs> when I was, I mean, there's a funny story. When I was really little, when I was living in the condo. Oh, yeah. Mom, like this was before third grade. My stepdad, John, had a subscription to Sports Illustrated and every year had that swimsuit. Oh, yeah. And there was a day where I was in my room by myself with the magazine and they were in the living room and they could hear me. Go, I wasn't I wasn't masturbating, but I could hear, they could hear me going, ooh, <laughs> ah, ooh la la, like, and I didn't I don't think I knew what I was. I just saw pretty ladies, and I was like, yeah. this is, and they're letting me, they're not stopping me from looking at it. It's mind boggling yeah. that kids have access to the internet, right? We 
you can look up boobs on the internet. These kids don't know early internet porn. You know, no. I had to wait hours to just download an image. But An image, not even a GIF. When we're not even teaching them, they're not getting any education on what boobs are. True. They're not getting any education on what the penis does. And all they're seeing is porn. That, to me, is a horrible excuse for a sex education teacher. And when the topic of bodies and our anatomy and what pleasure is and what consent is comes up, you would think that our education system would invest more time into something that is lifelong. How many times, Robert Maine, have you used the motherfucking Pythagorean theorem? Uh, Carry the three. 69 times. 69 times. We spend our entire school life learning math. I mean, I know you're going with the sex thing here, but I would have loved to do uh, economics sure. and taxes. and Check, doing, balance a checkbook. Goddamn. I spent not even a half a semester on Using that. Using coupons, doing I, your taxes. Things I that learned we, the supply and demand. Things okay. that we actually could use in our lives, right. like how to have healthy relationships. How to change a tire. How to change a tire. Like, I am boggled that we no, let's, let's cancel science and music and no, all the stuff that makes this creative. is yeah. science i know but i'm you know what i'm saying biology yeah they're canceling learning, all the wrong stuff they're canceling the wrong shit and to learn about your body and this vehicle that we own this vehicle that we utilize on a daily basis how to put good things into it how to take care of it and make it happy how to be a good friend be a good sister be a good girlfriend be a good boyfriend these are things I wish I knew before I engaged in sex, which fucking flipped my head for a loop. And then I used sex as a tool instead of something. Not actual sex tools. Right. And not actual <laughs> sex tools. And I was shamed by it In because sex education shames you most of the time. Imagine living in a place where they only say being gay is wrong and bad and leads to HIV. Like, and being gay in that state. And you can't escape that. That sounds like 1920, but that still is right. around. It's ridiculous. One of the craziest things that I tried to look up was the statistics surrounding how educating children about their bodies can actually prevent them from becoming victims of sexual assault. And the problem is we know this correlation exists, but there isn't enough data to give us a number. Like 70% of children who received sex edge in elementary school are going to avoid being sexually assaulted. We, we can't get those numbers because unfortunately what has to happen is we have to interview kids who have been sexually assaulted and then ask them if they received sex education. Or we have to interview kids who received sex education and follow them throughout their lifetime and then ask them if they were sexually assaulted. So either way that's touchy it's a rough and not in the bet not not not, 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 in a, not, not in a good way you know what I'm, are you <laughs> easy robert easy <laughs> but we know that when kids can name their body parts instead of saying he touched my muffin which sounds benign if the child says he touched if my jessica vulva Dra- if jessica drake said touch my muffin i'd be that'd be, be kind of hot jessica drake that'd be kind of hot go check out that two-part episode yeah, sorry. um it's difficult for a child to yeah. m- 
to be taken seriously right. when they use words like nani and no no and poo poo and yeah when kids my favorite is caca or or like (laughs) if if you're calling the vagina a uh hoo-ha or a vajayjay or even something like muffin or well i think i i know that's probably not right but you know these kids will say just say things in the middle of the grocery store and i'd rather have my kids say you know look at my hoo-ha instead of look at my vagina i wouldn't it would be, kind of be funny mo- both maybe my penis hurts instead of saying my wee wee hurts my penis uh, hurts it's kind of cute like I, I sorry all about the absolute use of biological terms teaching your children what things are they didn't map the I clitoris until 2008 with all of medical science, with every fucking invention that we have, we didn't map the clitoris until 2008. I feel like they should have mapped the, the bottom of the ocean first. I think that's more priority. They can't do that. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. What I'm that's saying cra- that's crazy. is education should begin when a kid starts asking questions. And unfortunately, children usually start asking questions in the home and parents are very uncomfortable. I've had three listeners, the whole reason I'm doing this episode, the whole reason I'm talking about childhood education and what I wish I knew before I had sex is because I had three separate listeners without any prompt ask me how to talk to their children about sex. Somebody who had a six-year-old, somebody who had an eight-year-old, and someone who has a 15-year-old. Three separate instances where listeners were like, I don't know what to say to my kid. So I'm going to tell you what I wish someone would have told me because I don't know what to tell your kid. I know that you should probably be factual. I know that you should probably ask them what they well, think it they know. Depends on the gender. Yep. I mean, kind of. I mean, obviously, the, the the general knowledge is all the same, but like, you might have to approach it a different way with a girl, a boy, or if your six year old comes to you and says, "Where do babies come from?" My first thought is ask them where they think babies come Ooh, from. I like that. That's a good. That's fun. Then follow it up with correction. So I think babies come out of mommy's butt. Well, no, actually, let me tell you. Pretty close. Babies come from mommy's belly and they come out of mommy's vaginal canal. This is a picture of it. Vaginal canal. Or you can say vagina if you want to keep it simple. I'm picturing just cute kids saying vaginal canal. Keep it short. Keep it factual. And let them lead the conversation. You don't need to fucking go into the ovulation cycle with a six-year-old, right? Yeah. You can with a 12-year-old when they're about to start their periods. I, I got it. I got I got the best metaphor right here too with our baseball stuff. Teaching a kid baseball, you teach them the basics. The pitcher throws T-ball. the ball, that you hit it, you go around the bases. You don't teach them strategy of shifting the defense yeah, and right. bunting and Correct. Uh, drag bunts and you know yeah. Two three year olds, you'll get that. In they high play school. t-ball, yeah, and then they play slow pitch, and then they play fast pitch, and then they go to the pros. I'm right? here for the baseball metaphors. You're welcome, guys. So my first thing I wish somebody would have told me when I was about to have sex is that I have consent. I have body autonomy. I'm allowed to experience pleasure. I'm allowed to say no to things like give grandma a kiss. This is one of the best examples. I don't fucking want to. Like, go sit on your uncle's lap. No. It's my body. And it should always be about my body. So learning from a young age that I have control over who touches me, when they touch me, and how they touch me is something that a child age two and up should constantly be aware of. The other thing that we should be teaching children from a young age is what boundaries are. 
Are we in your list already? Yeah. Oh. This is number one. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, we're going to. Yeah. I didn't realize we started. Oh, okay, yeah. Great. This great. is number one. Great. Consent is number one. Gotcha. Sorry. How I feel about. Number one. Number one on right. Ashley's list of things that she would sorry. like to have known before she fucked. <laughs> Consent. I'm allowed to say no. I'm allowed to say yes. It's my body, my choice. Right? Love it. Ooh, can we get some Always Sunny music behind these? You know, I think, you know, I will for now, but I think I need you to watch the whole series before no, I start playing it. I don't. I, nope, I disagree with I you. I feel weird. Sorry, I don't care. She sends me office gifts all the time. I totally do, because they're fucking funny. And she's never seen it. Uh, it's the lie. I've seen two full seasons, and I've seen random episodes. Does that, Complete Office lie. fans, does that sound like she's seen The Office? I've seen Not two full seasons oh, and random that's, episodes. That's cute. That's so cute. Mm. And I've seen like 10 episodes of Always Sunny. That's not enough. All right. Well. They've, they've done... 16 seasons <laughs> the other thing, i don't expect you to watch all of them. i'm just fucking with the you. other thing that we should be teaching children from a young age is body image loving themselves for who they are that's hard it's hard but that one's tough when you're a parent who's constantly Cons- talking about consent who's fat. i mean comparing consent and body image like if we're gonna do those two consent's a little easier because you could just say yes or no like it's right but body image man you gotta look in your mirror every day you can't say yes or no to that <laughs> Right. And but teaching children that their body is beautiful, that yeah. their body is their own, that no one should shame them for their body. Um, no one has control over their body except I just for don't, them. I just don't like the the aspect of, you know, kids can be overweight. I just don't like the aspect of saying they're beautiful. You you are beautiful, but you are unhealthy. That's a parent issue. Yeah, I know. It's just a little different. You can't shame a kid because his parents feed him McDonald's because the kid has no you. fucking control I, over what he eats absolutely. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I totally agree. I'm just saying. And, or whether or not that parent is, like tells them to go outside and exercise or lets them sit in front of a television. I love Lizzo. I think she's a, she's rad. I would love to have a beer with her and hang out with her, but she's a little unhealthy. I'm a little worried about her. That's all. A lot of people are unhealthy. I mean, fucking Nick I, Nolte's unhealthy. I'm just, there's that side of the spectrum where we say everything is beautiful. Yeah, okay, well. But your body should never be used as a tool no. for someone else's pleasure gotcha. or for someone else to shame, to say, well, you're fat. No one else is going to want to fuck you. I want to fuck yeah, you, little, so let's fuck. It's a little more blunt, but yeah. Okay. Well, I need to be blunt, apparently. So I'm trying to say body image is important so that you maintain autonomy. Yeah. You know that your body is your own and that no one has possession or consent over anything but you. Love it. Even at age two. Number two. <laughs> Anatomy and pleasure. Wait, I thought that was number two. This is number one. Consent. Number two. What was body What was body image? Part of consent. Oh, I'm sorry. No okay. one has control over my body gotcha. but me. Gotcha. Consent. Keep it up. Gotcha. Anatomy and pleasure. So knowing the names of the body parts, knowing how the body parts function, knowing that there's more than two holes on a female, that pee comes out of one hole and blood comes out of another, um, knowing that the urethra has pee and semen coming out of it so boys aren't freaked out the first time something comes out of their penis that isn't urine. It was urine. a little weird. I bet it was. It was a little weird. Um, understanding that you don't put the tampon in the urethra, that'll fucking hurt. Ouch. Yep. Understanding that the clitoris is an organ that was made for pleasure, so if you accidentally bump up into it, you understand why electric shocks go off. Understanding what nocturnal emissions are and how they happen. Understanding how to give yourself pleasure. I morning wish wood. someone morning would. Fantastic. That was very confusing early on. <laughs> I discovered masturbation from a childhood friend when I was in the fourth grade. 
I wish someone would have told me what that was because I felt like I was going to get pregnant from masturbating. Had no idea that you could not get pregnant from fucking yourself. Terrible. <laughs> I wish someone would have explained this to me. Or only if you had a podcast back then God. to listen to. Jesus. Uh, body and genitalias are different and all genitalias are like snowflakes. I wish someone would have told me the difference between a circumcised penis and an uncircumcised penis because the first penis I ever had sex with was uncircumcised and I thought it was amazing because like when I would jack him off, sorry Michael, it was super easy. It was like a sleeve. Apologize to me. It was like a sleeve and it was so easy. I was like wow, do all penises come with this sleeve? No, they don't. They fucking. I don't. thought about this with me because I didn't. <sighs> I didn't have a a, a choice. Um, and there's a whole like new thing about yeah. male. What do they call it? Um, male circumcision. Uh, fem- uh, female genital mutilation, mutilation and male genital mutilation. Yeah. And cutting off that foreskin for some people is a fucked up thing to do. I'm, I mean, I'm not complaining with what I got, but I've heard. But you don't know um, what you could have had. We. I had a friend in high school, uh, Brett. And he hey, was, Brad, how he, are you? He uh, he was notoriously the only one of our friends that was uncircumcised, and and it was. <laughs> I'm gonna say it was fun that he was uncircumcised because we're dudes and we would get naked, and he would do this trick where he would pull the skin up over his um his head and then pee, and <gasps> it would blow up, and then he'd let go and oh. it'd be like a water. <laughs> And it was like his trick. What a party trick! Yeah, but he would he would tell us <laughs> that it was the, that um it was a bitch to clean. Yeah, you, you schmegma. Re- that's really where the schmegma. Yeah, you got to teach, and that's another part of teaching children about yeah. their bodies. Dude, I didn't know about that until Brett told a me. I was of, like, you have what? A lot of girls don't understand how to clean the vulva and the labia, and they use douches, and that's so unsanitary. And we don't need that because we have discharge. No one told me about discharge, so all of a sudden there's crusty shit in my underwear, and I'm hiding underwear because I don't know if it's supposed to be there or if yeah. I've done something sinful. And now, I because I masturbated, I have this crusty shit in my underwear and I'm going to go to fucking hell and I'm pregnant and I'm 13. Like, no one tells you this shit. It's awful. (laughs) Number three. All right, then we'll go to break. No, we're going to do four and then we're going to go to break. Okay. All right, we're going to do three and we'll do three and then we'll go to break. Number three, masturbation. I wish someone would have told me masturbation is healthy. Masturbation is normal. Masturbation helps you discover what you like. And masturbation can relieve stress and increase happy chemicals in your brain. We have done not enough episodes on masturbation. Yeah. We need to do another one. I will say that, uh, sorry ladies, I I don't think there's a girl that can make me come like I can come. You know what I mean? I bet that's it. Like, you know what I mean? No. When you need a quick fix, like, I can make myself come in minutes. Like, but it's not the same. <laughs> That's cute minutes. <laughs> oh, I'm about to brag, but I got seconds. Over. It's not the same as having another yeah. person there. But my God, but you could go back to back. I can't I, do that. We, I could keep going yeah, for God, hours. Damn. It's great to know what makes you happy. It yeah. releases oxytocin. It and then you tell the person, like, It releases yeah. melatonin. It releases all of these chemicals that so many people are missing out on. And it's a great way to get in touch with your body. It's a gr- and it makes you a better lover. Yeah, we do need. To, I got some ideas. I have. We gotta. We gotta go. But yeah, we do need an episode. All right, on we're gonna do a new episode on masturbation. Yeah. Um, when we come back, we're gonna hit the last. Uh, the last few of. 
Uh, what I wish people would have told me before I had sex. I think I'm going to do a class. I think I'm going to um, suggest a class to Chapman because they have this thing called um, FCC, Freshman Course. Come Club. I wish. Uh, no, it's, it's a course that everyone has to take and it's kind of like whatever anyone wants to teach. So an English teacher can teach about fairy oh, tales right. or a math teacher can teach just about balancing a checkbook. And it's just this core class that kind of teaches you something you wouldn't have learned in high school and also helps you prepare for becoming a college student. Honestly, I want to teach this class. I want students to know how to masturbate. I want them to know what their body looks like. I want them to know what consent is. Almost like sex education light. Diet sex education. I think I want to call it the shit they didn't teach me in high school. Good luck with the. I know I got to figure out a different word. You have a different. You have a different word. Help me out. Help me with the title. This is the episode that's going to precede that class, and I'm very fucking excited. I'm excited about it too. Me too. Come right back. We'll finish up. Show me what to do. This is the first. That I have ever known What must I do To make you my very own Teach me tiger How to tease you Ever waddle to the bathroom after sex, towel between your legs, desperately trying to keep the freshly delivered load from dripping down your leg and onto your hardwood? Well, worry no more. Awkward Essentials introduces the drip stick, or as I like to call it, the cum sponge. This medical grade sponge sucks up jizz before it sneaks onto your sheets. Visit awkwardessentials.com today and use my code WYP for a 10% discount. They offer numerous products for all types of fun fluids. Keep your shorts semen free and use my code today. That's WYP and save 10%. Awkward Essentials, making bodily fluids less awkward. wants to hear from you. Call 513-6969-SEX and leave us a voicemail anytime. Maybe you have a question about anal, you have a fact about fisting, or you just want to say, hello, fellow human. Call 513-6969-SEX. We will play your message in an upcoming episode. That's 513-696-9739. And remember, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.
Welcome back, fellow humans. We are talking about the eight things I wish I knew before I had sex because a couple of my listeners had asked me how to talk to their kids about sex. And sometimes it's got to start in the home. We really cannot rely on the education system for conversations about body autonomy, consent, pleasure, anatomy. I'm going to blow my wad and tell you the stat of the day. On average, the number of hours a teacher in high school spends discussing sex education is 6.2. Six hours? Yes, Robert. That's what you meant by... That's why I wanted you to put a decimal in there. 6.9. I'm upset by as much as your... Yeah. Makes sense to me because I got one day of sex education in high school... So that teacher, I got a half a semester. That teacher teaches it six times in a day because they have six classes. I got one day. Wow. Now my my teacher was. um, The whole class was about sex ed. Yeah, but it was half a semester. Okay, so what? Two months. Yeah, and it was it was she taught uh, sex ed and drive driver's ed. Mine too. (laughs) My driver's ed teacher was my sex ed teacher, but she spent one class talking about sex and I I got uh, extra credit because then I brought Nana in to be a guest speaker nice at um that where's that Nana bell (laughs) yeah and then um the drivers that I brought John in my stepdad oh my god who's a amazing uh, retired LA County Sheriff uh traffic investigator and I remember (laughs) the one of the best jokes I ever did um He's doing his thing and spiel, and he's you know at, you know people ask some questions at the end and it's finally anybody other you know any last questions and then I raise my hand. I go, yeah, John, um, what's for dinner? Uh. The whole place just erupted. I was sitting on that joke for so long. I was like, here it comes, here it comes. And wow. even he laughed. And it was kind of like... It was, what was for dinner? Tacos? It might have been. Because he, he does make yesterday. a mean potato I've taco. I had the la- uh, last three days he brought some oh, over. God. Um, 6.2 hours. That's crazy. That's stupid. That's not enough. For a behavior we're going to engage in from age 12 until we die. Like, that blows my fucking mind. And if you're a parent listening to this, that should piss you off. Because if your kid isn't getting educated about sex or taxes, where do they go to find the answer? The fucking internet. Yeah. So, why not? Number four on my list of things that I wish people would have talked about. Number (laughs) four. We have music? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Is that porn is not sex education. I really wish that someone would have explained this to me. It is a fantasy created mostly by penis owners for penis owners. (laughs) (laughs) It is pleasure based. um, So, a lot of porn is all about the orgasm and not so much about what leads up to the orgasm and how hard it is, phrasing, for some people to reach orgasm. Porn is a fantasy, it is not a reality. And so much of not what, even reality kings, not even the, the reality kings of reality, kings, the kings of Dolphic. reality, Dolphic. aren't even based in reality. And women don't look like that, and men don't look like that. Vaginas don't look like that. Penises don't look like that. People don't come like that. The majority of human beings on this planet will never fit the script of a porn you see on the internet, even homemade porn 
is designed to show you fucking at its most raw. They still not, put, they still put it in Final Cut Pro and edit the show. Oh fuck yeah, they do with some lighting and shit and they only show Filters. you they're still faking the orgasms. They're still getting to the orgasms way too quickly. The amount of time. I think, th- I think there's um through Reddit porn, I I think there's a lot of ethical porn. Yeah, thank you. I think there are a lot of couples that they're not really necessarily f- maybe faking it like Nobody wants time, to see you know I mean? me and Kevin make out for 10 minutes and then... Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? And then No, there are videos. I've seen some people do, but when it yeah. comes to pornography Majority. and what you. people want to get themselves through their masturbation session is fuck, come, done. Like... Video games. It is not representative of sex as a whole and someone should have told me that. Yeah. I'm not knocking porn. I love porn. But someone should have told me this isn't sex. This is a fantasy. It's, it's like telling people that uh, keeping up the Kardashians is real life. Is life. And that's exactly what you should strive that's to That's National be. Geographic. Every, no, Correct. No, right. That's, ex- that's a fucking perfect representation. You're Number welcome. five. Number five. I wait, wish. Wait, Number, Number five. five. Why was I doing, that, I earlier? doing that earlier? I don't know. I wish somebody would have told me about arousal non-concordance. Oh, I love that metal band. <laughs> Wait, say that again? I don't arousal, know. I don't know what you just said. Arousal non-concordance. Their first single is "It's Just Not That Hard." Their second single is "It's Just Not That Wet." I don't even know what you're talking. I'm really about. excited. You to make teach jokes this to about you. it. Okay. okay, what is it? Arousal non-concordance is the phenomenon that occurs. Uh-huh. When we either become aroused when we don't want to, ah. so our brains and our bodies are not working together, right? You get a boner during math class. <sighs> that was the worst. Right? Yeah. Or when you don't get aroused when mm. you want to. That's the worst. <laughs> Both. Both the of worst. them are awful. And for some people, um, vulva owners, when they can't get wet. <laughs> Say Volvo? Volvo? Not Volvo. <laughs> vulva. <laughs> For vulva owners, the it's, female version of vulva, it is. It's very frustrating to be in a situation where you want to be sexually aroused, you want sex to be pleasurable, and you're not getting wet. Your brain is telling you that this is a sexually arousing time. You're ready to have sex, and the person you're with is like, "Why aren't you wet?" Or, as a penis owner, there's a hot chick in front of you, and she's naked. And he's just not responding. You cannot get it up. And you really want a bone. On the flip side. (laughs) On the flip side of this, there is um, a lot of individuals who go through sexual trauma where their rapist or assaulter will say, Well, she was wet, she obviously wanted it. That is not factual. Just because the body responds to physical stimuli does not mean the brain is on the same page, nor that they want that reaction to occur. Same goes for penis owners. Just because you stand up and your boxers rub against your dick or the wind blows and you get hard doesn't mean you're ready for sex right in that moment. And Just so, appreciate the moment. Yeah. The, especially the wind. On that's, that's a great feeling. It's a great breeze on a day. Sexual, or excuse me, arousal non-concordance is something I wished somebody would have told me before I started having Again, sex. Again, that's not a band name. 
that that's, do you understand why I said the first single is it's just not that hard and the second single is it's just not that wet great thank you number six slippery slippery when not wet <laughs> you're welcome number, number six. six I wish somebody would have told me what happens when when you have sex I wish somebody that would, simple? would have told me when you have sex for the first time these are some things that could happen it could be painful. Mm. It may feel great. It might be real fast. Or might not even happen. Might not happen. It might be I, messy. I did not come the first time I had sex. It might be messy. It, it might be loud. Arousal non-concordance may occur. Yeah. Take your time and enjoy that moment. Your first time, as we have discussed with numerous guests, is probably not graceful probably not as fun as you're thinking it's going to be but my research question for you Robert especially Maine, when you're trying to be quiet with the parents home right that's my question for you is if we talked about it and reduced the expectation or maybe laid forth some ideas of what might happen would it be more enjoyable for people the first time they have sex the way I could maybe relate it to uh, a certain population of people that are in bands um, your your first show you're doing with your band, you know it's gonna be shitty. I mean, I know. I mean, well, maybe you don't know, but you go play that chain reaction show to ten people, and half of that is your family. <laughs> That's kind of weird bringing into the sex parallel, but you know what I mean. I say, you know, the first time's not gonna be great. How about baseball? The first time you get up at bat, you might hit a home run, but usually the first time you're up yeah. at bat, you're probably not gonna get a single or even. I, I was thinking about the baseball metaphor, but then I think the band thing is it's like, it's a performance. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's you got but that's you got another, about fifteen minutes right. to, to do your thing. You're gracious and with your time. It just and then thing it just takes practice. Also, sex isn't a performance. I wish somebody would have told me that I it mean, doesn't. It, it can be it, if that's your kink, yeah. sure. But if Not you're overall. if you're in it because you want to experience intimacy with another person, it doesn't have to be perfect. And it's going to take time and practice. Well, it, it could be perfect once you get it into Final Cut Pro and edit it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Multiple cameras, get a GoPro on that head. Make sure you yeah. communicate with your partner. That's another thing about first-time sex that I think gets really, really limited when we talk about um, what happens and during... not just sexy talk. No. Just no, like, communicate. Hey, go to the left. Left, left, yeah, left, 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 That left, doesn't left. feel oh, good. Right, right. That too, feels too great. Yeah. Um, I don't want penetration. I do want penetration. I want to try this. I don't want to try that. Really. Someone's at the door. Amazon's here. You know. Right? You know. Number know. seven. <clears throat> Number seven. I wish somebody would have talked to me about what it meant to be in a relationship before I had sex. Yeah. Yeah. I wish somebody would have told me the first person you have sex with is not going to be the person you're with for the rest of your life. Doesn't have to be. It's probably not. Well, hold on. Okay. Yep. The first time people have sex right now in this country is about 16.8 to 17.2, depending on your gender and your sexual orientation. The first age someone gets married in this country has risen to 28. The average number of sex partners is 7.7. So there are exceptions to the rule. Yeah. But those exceptions are rare. I feel bad for those people. (laughs) I kind of do too. 
If they're happy, God Great. bless them. But you should learn how to communicate within a relationship and you should learn how to be in a relationship. Unfortunately, not a lot of children are able to do that in the homes they live in. This is where the education system comes into play and they should be talking about healthy relationships, sexual abuse within relationships, verbal and emotional abuse within relationships, how to recognize patterns of abuse, how to recognize red flags, how to begin a relationship, how to be a good partner in a relationship, what it means to be communicative, what it means to understand your partner's love language. I wish somebody would have covered relationships like they covered Columbus finding America. <laughs> he didn't even find America. He didn't even fucking find it. <laughs> they got that wrong too. Number eight. Number eight. I wish somebody would have told me that our mental health is directly related to our sexual health. Mm. I wish someone told me that when I'm sad, I'm probably not going to want to have sex. That medications can affect my sex drive. Yeah. I wish somebody would have told me that there are hormones when we orgasm that can help our mental health. That's what I was saying. Depressed, do you want to have sex? But sometimes when I'm depressed, I jerk off. No, you can't. It's like it takes all of the energy out of it or maybe just don't have a libido that's matching your partners. I wish someone would have told me that the way I feel about myself emotionally is going to directly relate to how I express myself sexually and that our mental health is a direct correlation to our sexual health. There's a lot of people who feel sexually insecure. More people than you think. You think someone's like big bravado talk, like, oh, I fucked 20 bitches. They're probably so insecure in the bedroom. Please don't let someone's bravado or talk make you think that they are intimidating or know more than you. Everyone is sexually insecure. Meat included. Me included. I teach human sexuality and I have a sex podcast and to this day I am insecure about sex. At multiple parts of it. I have a husband. We've been together 17 years and I'm still insecure about sex. Everyone has insecurities about the way they look, about the way they sound, about the smells that are coming out of them, about how long it's taking, about whether the other person thinks that they're attractive, if the other person's enjoying themselves. Our mental health is so intertwined with our sexual health. I wish somebody would have told me this before I had sex. It's a good list. Thank you. I'm going to do a recap, and then I'm going to give you... um, Oh, I already gave you my stat. Lucky. Consent, anatomy and pleasure, masturbation, porn is everywhere, though it is not fact, arousal and sexual non-concordance, what happens during sex, relationships, and mental health being directly related to our sexual health. I feel like this is a great list for any parent. If you have someone in your life, any guardian, if you are looking to begin a conversation or answer a question about sex, this is from someone who had zero sex education growing up, from someone who went to a school where six hours of sex education was adequate. Um, And this is the norm in our country. So take heed, listener who has children, Take heed, 
person who has not yet had sex, do your research. Educate yourself. And heed. (laughs) Heed forth what I say to you unto the... Okay, now you're getting religious. (laughs) I'm going to stop you there. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Uh, We get into voicemail? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I have it. We're going to listen to a voicemail that was left for us live There's actually two. Oh! Did you see what the other one is? No! Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I hope this plays. Well, let's see if it plays through my phone right now. Oh my God. I'm so excited. So this is our phone number, 513-696-SEX. We tout it in the middle of episodes, at the end of every episode. We just want people to call and talk to us. Tell us what they think of the show. Uh-oh, maybe not. Maybe I can't play it through this. Uh-oh. Can you put your speaker up to the microphone? Maybe. Yeah, let me try that one second. So again, if you want to be part of this voicemail leaving situation, call us. Ideally, I don't want to do it through this. 513-696-SEX. That was me. <laughs> it's Nathaniel. No one was calling. I it's wanted to make Nathaniel sure. Nathaniel Hornblow, everyone. I'm, I'm not Nathaniel Hornblow. You're not. Okay. Man, this sucks. I want. Okay, I got to figure out a way how. This is a good test run. Um, I feel like we do have a real one though. Yeah, we do have a real one. Let me get that. Let me get that in a second. Um, I'm trying to see if there's and a different way to play it. I it says it's hooked up to my Bluetooth. I don't understand. I don't get it. I know nothing about text. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, we're going to do the speaker. Sorry, guys. I'll figure it out. Oops, sorry. Here we go. Turn me up a little bit. All right. I just want to say that I fucking love you guys. And keep doing what you're doing because I listen to you all the time. It makes me laugh. It makes me smile. And I'm educated. And also, it looks like uh, but yeah, keep doing what you're doing because I love you guys. Shout out from Seattle. All right. Who, wow. Who is it? It's Kim. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Kim B. Thank you for doing a voicemail. We love you so much. Uh, we are grateful. She has been on a podcast episode in season one. We did it live at Four Sons. Speaking of Four Sons, it's our official sponsor. It is. They're amazing. They've got great beers, seltzers. Um, they've got three great locations that serve food throughout Huntington Beach. They also offer their services on foursonsbrewing.com where you can order their beer. You can also get them at Costco and in Total Wine. Great family-friendly location. We love them so much. I like their... Um, I, I, I haven't had it, but I want to try their um, seltzer slushies. Don't they have like oh, ice yeah. cream? Or? Mm-hmm. They have an ice cream machine at their Gothard location where they sometimes will do... Mm-hmm. Like a little smoothie. We also want to do a shout out to our other official sponsor, Laurels. That's L-O-R-L-A-S. And you can go to mylaurels.com and peruse their fine assortment of latex undies that are meant for safe sex, pleasure, and enjoyment of sensation. They have leisure, uh, laurels for pleasure and laurels for protection. They are FDA approved to prevent STIs during rimming, oral sex, and tribbing. Uh, you can use our code 
receive a discount and we get a kickback. So where is the negativity in any of this? I don't fucking know. Use my code. What's your position podcast? Very easy. It's the name of our podcast. It's all one word. What's your position podcast? No sp- get yourself no a discount. No dis- No spaces. Get yourself a discount. Get us a kickback. Um, we're super grateful for our sponsors and we hope to have more in the future. If you know anyone or if you are one and you want to fucking do something about it, Send us an email, what's your position podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at what's your position podcast. It's crazy. It's like it's the name of our show is like the name of everything where you can find us. It's so weird. I haven't Googled us in a while. Is that all this stuff come up? I don't know. I haven't Googled us ever. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised by that. I literally don't. I mm. don't Google things very often. And then uh, you can see us. Oh, my God. You can see us. Please tell me how you can see us. Uh, YouTube.com. Um, Right now, I don't uh, with where how YouTube works. We we can't get our own uh, personalized U- URL yet. Damn it! We need more subscribers and we need more videos. Please subscribe. Yeah. But if you, uh, if you go to our Instagram, the, the link tree thing. We have but, a link tree. But I'm sure if you search in Google, what's your position yeah. podcast? We should come. We're up, up on Google uh, or Google on YouTube, and I dress up now. Just for, I used she to changed. do. I used to do. I did. I we did a costume change because we recorded more than one episode, and I used to just wear pajamas and not <laughs> first episode. not be cute. Uh, I was like, Ashley, you sure? Ashley, you want to do this? Yeah, this is the first I'm like, episode. I don't give a shit. Um, I still don't give a shit, <laughs> but it's fine. I literally went into my closet and found the first thing I could see. I went I downstairs. I went downstairs, and Kevin was like, "Wow, you look really cute," and I'm like, "Oh fuck." Thanks. That means you want to see how I do my twirl. Yeah, that's a good. One. They're very uh, '90s. Yeah, very right. Oh, and they're like um, sp- not spandex. You mean like stretchy? Stretchy. They're stretchy. She Hulk would love those. Yeah. And I, this is all like uh, mesh. Ah, breathable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're so like yeah. Uh, hipster '90s on the bottom and like a gothic Aztec princess on top. Fantastic correlation. I love that. Thank you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this quickie about the things I wish I knew before I had sex. I really am going to probably make this into a class. I I think that... Or at least an episode. We're going to do an episode. I think a lot of people... Masturbation. Masturbation is another episode that we're going to do. Hey, also, somebody from New Zealand messaged us and wants us to do an episode about sex and ADHD. So I want to let that person know. They've listened to every episode. She says it helps her relax in the car. Um, So shout out to you. I am the next quickie that we do is going to be about ADHD and sex. Um, Never even thought of that. For that person in particular. I don't even know what the correlations are. I can't wait to do the research and figure it out. Uh, But we super appreciate all the support that you guys give us. Please make sure that you like, follow, share, tell a friend. And if you want to talk to us, leave us a voicemail. It's at 513-6969-SEX. We will play your message live on the air. Hopefully next time on speaker. Thanks again, Kimberly. A a real digital version. (laughs) For that shout out. Uh, We love you all the way to Seattle and back multiple times. Um, Please follow uh, Four Sons Brewing. Um, Go to mylaurels.com. Go to Feed the Streets underscore LA if you'd like to donate to a worthy charity. That's Jessica Drake's charity for uh, feeding homeless individuals in Los Angeles. That's Feed the Streets underscore LA. Anything else? If we're going to do on Ram Art Media. Go Ram Art Media. I mean, I, I edit all this Give stuff. it a follow. Please. That's the editing area of this life. Go watch my videos. This world. Yeah. He has a video of me getting proposed to, which is fucking phenomenal. You want to go see some videos? Basically Get over there. started the whole damn thing. Started the thing. whole you're, damn thing. God, it's all your fault. It's all my fault. God damn it. You're welcome. I love you guys. I hope you have excellent days, excellent weeks. Be kind to each other. Ashley, what should we do? I think that you should all stay safe. 
stay fucking kind. God damn it, stay sexy. What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.